Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for dropping in with me again for this Monday encouragement time. I definitely pray that you hear a word and receive some type of encouragement that empowers you and encourages you to be everything that God has called and designed you to be, all right? And so uh, today we're going to be talking about something that you may have heard this before, and I think sometimes as believers, we sometimes forget this particular message, but I want to share it with you, encourage it, encourage you with it today, and that is the message of the good news, the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, so I'm gonna, we're going to look at a very, very familiar passage. If you're a believer or not, you probably heard this scripture. In the book of John, chapter number three, verses 16 and 17, it says this, for God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And so you probably heard that, you know, in the King James, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? That's how I heard it growing up. And so we know the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ is that Jesus came into the world to die on the cross for our sins, for the sin of the world, so that we can all have eternal and everlasting life in relationship with him. And so I be, but I begin to ask this question as I read that scripture, I begin to think of what is what exactly is eternal life? What is eternal life? And so when I was growing up, you know, I felt like, you know, eternal life, the focus was always on after this life. The focus was a lot of times on after we die and when we go to heaven. And that is the beginning of eternal life, eternally living in heaven with the Lord, eternally being in a place of, of total connection and worship with him in heaven. Right. And that's kind of what I you know, was taught growing up. And I believe that is a part of eternal life as well. We all are going to live. I believe our spirits are going to live after this. After this body dies, we are going on to eternal life. And so but but but. I believe the focus was always on what was going to have to happen after we die. And we sometimes miss the focus of what is eternal. What does eternal life mean for us now? What does eternal life mean for us now? And I believe that eternal life is a now possession. Eternal life is a today opportunity. Eternal life is a today type of life, something that we can grab hold of now. And so, but you be asking, you may be asking, like, okay, Corey, that's great. I heard that John 3:16, for God so loved the world. What does that got to do with today? Why is it even relevant for right now? And I believe it's relevant right now because a lot of times we have that view. We think that coming to Christ is only uh, insurance in a sense. Uh, fire. I heard one one my youth leader back when I was younger, he would call it fire insurance, right? So <laughs> we just don't want to go to hell. I just don't want to, you know. So and sometimes we treat salvation like that. And so, but one thing I'm finding today is that when we talk about having life and like Jesus said, life more abundantly, many of us, many people today are not experiencing that type of life. They are not experiencing that joy from day to day. They are not experiencing that fullness of life. And this is very evident because we all know people, we've been in those situations where, yeah, the, my bank account may look like it's got life. It may have some money in there, some savings in there. My nice car may look like I have an abundant life or, you know, the, the, the nice job, you know, um, you know, the CEO type of thing, the executive, you know, with the parking spot, with the corner office. 
that may look like that, or especially in this day and age, as you are probably watching me on social media right now, yeah, my Instagram feed might look like I'm having, man, the time of my life. Me and the wife, we cheesing all hard. The kids are playing, you know, oh man, they look so cute. Look at them. All of these things, right? Pictures of vacations, even, may not be as many vacations now, but even just, you know, pictures, you know, out to eat at the fancy restaurant if you're, you know, if you're still going out now, right now. All of these things, right? Social media can look like like we are living the life. But, you know, I really believe that there are so many of us, there's so many people who are looking like life on the outside, but on the inside, we're completely dead. Come on, let's just be honest. Relationships are dead. Spirit is dead. Soul is dead. Mind is being bombarded with all types of crazy thoughts, crazy things that we find ourselves thinking on. Anxiety is at an all time high. Mental health issues are at an all time high. And that's good that we're getting help with those things because I believe it's necessary. But could it be that because we are so inundated with all of this stuff and all of these images and, and, and we're comparing ourselves to everybody else that we're now downplaying the life that the Lord wants to give us in him now? And that thing about comparison is so, so true because when we start looking at other people's lives, we, we, we feel like, oh man, our life is nothing. Our life is nothing. We don't have anything to offer. We're not living for anything because that comparison is now killing the joy in our lives. And the Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, a thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it in abundance, a life more abundantly. That's what Christ came to give us. We need that life. And the good news is that God gave, came to give us, Jesus came to give us eternal life, but not just eternal life that starts after we die, but eternal life now in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits. The Bible says in Romans chapter six, verse 23, it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So he says, stay away from sin, do away with sin, because that leads only to death. But God's gift is eternal life. So then I ask, as I said, so what is eternal life? What is this eternal life that we have now? And Jesus tells us just as plain as day in John chapter 17. John chapter 17, verses one through three, it says this. It says, Jesus spoke these things, looked up to heaven. Jesus was about to pray. And he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you since you have given him authority over all people so that he may give, check this out, eternal life to everyone you have given him. But this is it right here. He says, this is eternal life that they may know you, the one and only true God and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. He says, this is eternal life. It's not just about it. a part of it is when you die and go to heaven. That's the eternal part. That's the after this life part, after your body dies. But he says a part of it now is this. This is eternal life that you may know the one true God through Jesus Christ, that you may know your creator, that you may know your God and walk in relationship with him. He says that is the eternal life. That's the real life. That's the abundant life is walking in relationship with him. And so when we look back at that scripture in John chapter six, verse number six, or rather John chapter three, verse 16, and we're going to add, add some emphasis on this. It says, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him would not perish, 
but have eternal life. Now, eternal life is to know God, the one true God. So let's read that again. So that everyone who believes in him would not perish, but may know God, the only true God and the one he has sent Jesus Christ. That is the eternal life. That is what Christ came to die for. He came so that we could be in relationship with him. He said the perishing part, the destruction part is not knowing him. The perishing part, the destruction, the separation is not knowing him, but the eternal life is walking in relationship with him. And that is the good news of Jesus Christ. God knows we need some good news in this day and age. That is the good news. And I want to encourage you with that today to think on the good news of Jesus Christ, that God came, Jesus came to die on the cross for your sins. And he loves you. He says, for God so loved the world that he sent Christ to die for your sins so that you could have eternal life, not just after your body dies, but so that you could know your creator, so that you could know your God, so that you could be in relationship with Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you with that today, that if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that if you have not come into relationship with him, that you have not said, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I commit to submitting my life to you, to your Holy Spirit, to your word and to being in relationship with you, Jesus. I encourage you to do that today. Or I encourage you if you had maybe done it a long time ago and it might have it may have been a while. It may have been a year or two or three years. It may have been you may have gone to church when you were a kid. But I want to encourage you with some good news today that Jesus loves you. And you may have heard that before. You may not have heard that before. But if you haven't, I'm going to tell you again that Jesus loves you and he died so that he could be in relationship with you so that he could give you eternal life today of knowing him, being in relationship with him so that you don't just so that I don't just look like life on the outside and be dead on the inside. But he came to give us true life on the inside. And so I want to encourage you with that today. I want to encourage you to commit your heart to Jesus today. And I pray that you receive that word today. And I pray that you receive that encouragement today. And if you may have heard that message before, I want to encourage you to rededicate your heart to Jesus today. All right. And so that's all I have for you today. And so I hope you guys will join me again for next week's Monday Encouragement. All right. Y'all have a good one. Peace.